From Alderaan. From Alderaan. To Zenlaw. To Zenlaw. To Zenlaw. And whatever's left of Krypton. We are broadcasting live from the largest ship. From the largest ship. The largest ship in the galaxy. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Sanctuary One Radio. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Okay. Testicles. <laughs> that's how we're really, starting this off. I really do time. not want the new season to start with that word, but that's the word we chose to start with. <laughs> no, it's not the word we chose to start with. It was the word it's that the chose word. us to start. With. <laughs> uh, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, it's a new planning meeting. It's a new season. Uh, I'm really excited. I, I don't know why. I like iTunes treat allows shows to treat their stuff like seasons. And I kind of get excited for it because we took we technically took a little time off because we had recorded so much in one period of time that we were just kind of waiting for stuff to be released. And I got behind on the editing, so I just started throwing. There was like one day, three episodes went up simultaneously. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't listened to them all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we were we were consistent, and then I got behind, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna take three episodes and just thrust them into the internet. <laughs> you you know the you know the term time. you need to use. I you know really the, don't. You know the term no. you need to use. He doesn't yes, want you to do. use it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Use it. No. Use it. No. Come on. Come on. Come on. Episodes that we geek ejaculated on. There the you go. There we go. All right. And just uh, so you know, we've talked about this earlier. This is not a male-female thing because uh, there is something known as female geek ejaculate. It does happen. Yeah. We all geek ejaculate. It's, 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 it's not a It's a geek thing. thing. It's not a... It's not a it's not a gender thing. It's not a gender thing. It's, it's not a, a se- it's not not it's a not sexual a sex thing. thing. It's, it's just a geek thing. Yeah, you don't it's understand what we do. if you're not a geek. <laughs> uh, is Diamond Jab props aside are here? Um, this is our what is this November? Something like, like that. Planning meeting. Well, well. See. Well, I guess we need to figure out when we're actually recording for to say to something take. quickly and suddenly. That's what? the definition of ejaculate. To say something? To say something quickly and suddenly. So geek ejaculate would be to say something nerdy. Right, just we're just, it, we're just, just throwing just, geeky shit into the internet. Into, into the, the internet. ether, if you will. <laughs> Thank you for the for the clarification. Although apparently in in regards to um, the sexual act, it is apparently male specific. Shit. Yeah, I know. But, 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 hey, hey, but hey, hey, there is another definition. Guys own so many things nowadays. I think we can open this up to everybody. <laughs> I don't know if we are the platform that they want to own for that scenario. I don't know if that works out really well for us. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't know what planning meeting for the month this is because we haven't really figured out when we're recording next. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but technically, it would be for, technically, it should have been the planning meeting for the October recording to <laughs> go live in November. Yeah. Do we have any episodes for November ready? Uh, Venom. Venom's the only one that'll be. Uh, oh, so that's episode one in November. That yeah, it kind of falls in between. It's in an odd place, but I guess we can we can it, make it episode one. Yeah, intermission. That'll be. So is Venom? Venom's the last episode of last season, right? So Venom is the last episode that we recorded last season. So if we throw it with like the new intro and stuff like that. It's, weird. it's not gonna like we're uh, not gonna be excited for a new season. We're gonna yeah, be, right, right. Because remember, we recorded that. Did we record that last? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were we're 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 pretty exhausted. At that yeah, episode. at that point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure instead of doing the review that we originally intended, we just we just went from like a scene by scene. Yeah, we just broke it down. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we were like, this is what we didn't like. Which is not what we did before. <laughs> well, like, it was. It, I gotta be honest, if I had my way, I would probably record it again <laughs> because we are all over the place in this. Well, that's the problem we always have when we don't do like a planning episode yes. yeah, for, yeah. for anything is that we just kind of, again, just kind of geek-jaculate our feelings into the... Yeah. And for, not and, to mention, the, we, had, we had two people uh, who were in that episode, yeah, and Moondog it, and A. Omega, who had not And we always say it's really tough to do more than film, three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and we had also some very strong feelings about the film. Yes, yeah, uh, so we were all over the... It's a I, lengthy episode. I think it's like I an see, hour and some change. I, I still like that you came out of it kind of bland, you came out of it pretty bland, and I came out of it pretty disappointed like heavily hey heavily vehemently we're disappointed. not angry uh i borderline got more and more angry the more i thought about the movie like i, I slow it's like an asymptote i slowly approached angry and never actually passed it yeah it's just slowly the more i thought about the movie it was more like no that's actually kind of making me angry no nope. oh, nope. now that i think about it the more i thought about it the more i tried to discuss the movie with other people they're like did you like venom i liked venom and i was like wow <laughs> more importantly why why <laughs> what <laughs> what is well, even more importantly than that what <laughs> um so I but think- yeah so i guess we got to figure out uh let me actually while we're on here let's mm-hmm. take a look at the okamasar calendar don't turn around uh-oh oh um yeah. Do we have anything for anyone who can't see us? Which is everyone. <laughs> we're all on we're our. We're all looking at our calendars on <laughs> our phones. We're all standing at our groins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> that's where we're holding our we phones. Any, we don't have anything this Sunday, do we? On the fourth. Uh, I I do. You do. Okay. Um. Uh. Pie. Pie. Uh. The eleventh. I don't have my work calendar in there. Uh. I shouldn't have anything on the eleventh. I work, but. Yeah, same. But I'm I off think by I do five. too. And then I could release it. I'm off by the. I can edit it and release it the 13th, and I'd be back. At on least, track. at least a fourth of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then because. Try to get ahead. Well, technically, Venom should have went up. Wait. Today. Uh, <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. What? What? How do you guys feel about? Because I know the. Are you doing the 13th to the 14th thing? Yes. And you are too. Most likely. Affirmative. Do we want to do? You mean uh, record it ahead of time? Yeah, we could do it during the day. That day. What Eat for the lunch? 13th. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I could do that. You're doing the thirteenth. Yeah, you are definitely. Yes, doing yes, the 13th. yes. I don't know if you're doing the sixth or not. Yeah. I think you. Are. Yeah, we could do the third. I think I am. If you, uh, I was gonna say, if you are doing the sixth, so so am I. So again, we could do it. We could do it on the sixth. If you guys were up. Yeah, there. I haven't. I need to re-import my calendar now that I think about it because they switch yeah. my schedule. Yeah, you're there. Oh no, never mind. I have time to upload Venom. I'm looking at the wrong week. Um. Yeah, so I can upload that for the 6th. We can record it any one of those days so I can release the next episode on the 13th. There you go. There you go. We'll right. figure it so out. We'll, so we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but so uh, what are we What are we uh, talking about this month? So um, we kind of wanted, and it was kind of like uh, kind of almost a circular thing a little bit, right? So uh, we, we, we started talking about uh, Spider-Man, the video game. Yes, yes. We've uh, wanted to talk a, about that for we've months. We've talked about that since the launch day. September. And, and just, then uh, we never got around to it. And then Venom came out. So we wanted to talk about it around Venom. Yeah. But then we were already behind on our D-Bags with Powers episodes. Yeah. So then we pushed so it back again. So many episodes. I, that was originally yeah. supposed to be four episodes. Yeah, it turned gee. out to be six. Um, we talk a lot. Yeah, we oh, do. Oh, absolutely. We do. And... Uh, but I think because uh, it's one of those things where it successfully translates uh, comics into another medium. Yes. And h- 
going off of that, we talked about uh, like different um, different things going to other mediums and whether they were successful or not. So things like a video game going to a uh, uh, like a TV show medium, kind of like Castlevania. Gotcha. Uh, and then even even a little bit talking about um, so something you and I talked about today, which yes. was a video game going to a live action TV show, which was the Witcher, which is the Witcher, uh, which who knows? We might have more information on that by the time we actually record it. The, the, the butt chin is apparent. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is front and center. Mr. Cavill. I love Henry Cavill, but he's got that butt chin. chin is there. Well, the, the thing is we know it is its I don't want character. I don't want to get cast in, in its own role. <laughs> I don't want I haven't seen this shit. So I'm going to look it up. real quick. I don't want to get too much into it, but we know he can do period pieces. Yes. Uh, like he's done them. He was in, um, the Tudors. He was in, um, Count of Monte Cristo. He was real young in that, in that movie. Um, yes. We know he can do it. We know he can look rougher than what we've seen so far. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing like a tiny thumbnail and I can see the butt chin. <laughs> but um, I, haven't even, I haven't even loaded it. Yet. So so we really wanted to talk about cross media things. Yes. And like, you know, uh, of course, we wanted to kind of update ourselves on the on the Netflix shows, too. Yeah. So that uh, was so, the second big thing. So again, just, the Netflix shows. just just things like uh, comics and uh, other geek related things crossing over media streams yeah the netflix um, one it's funny because streams, we uh you're supposed to do, remember? yeah you're not supposed to cross the streams <laughs> the netflix one was interesting because we recorded our our let's let our netflix check-in because mm-hmm. iron fist was coming out and then that episode became incredibly outdated in a very short amount of time yeah <laughs> yeah we were so we were so outdated so quickly <laughs> So two we seasons, two seasons came out, and two seasons and got two canceled. seasons got can- and two Hard. characters got canceled. Hard, yeah. Uh, and plus, we got to talk about Daredevil. We'll probably have more information on Punisher by that point. Uh, so Netflix is going to be a, a relevant topic again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think more importantly than recapping the seasons, which was what we did in the last episode, I think it's important for us to make a distinction. The big question that I had is: Do the TV shows? have a narrative obligation to their fan bases to be incorporated in the larger picture. Yeah. yeah. Because that was one of the questions that I had now that the Netflix series, Netflix Marvel universe is coming to what I see as a close. Other people might not see it that way, but I see it that way. It's coming to a close. Like we're, we're, we're reaching. Yeah. We're around the, we're reaching that the end of, right. You're starting to see Netflix's ownership. In terms of their hand in, in Marvel content, and, and and even the bigger picture, you're starting to see just uh, not to go off on a tangent, but you're starting to see uh, Netflix canceling shows that are not strictly produced or created by yes, them. Yes, yes, so, absolutely. Uh, a studio, you know, ABC produces a show on Netflix, NBC, Fox, they produce a show that's a Netflix original. You're seeing Netflix cancel those shows. Even in cases where they either do very well or even win awards, they're still getting rid of them uh, so they can focus on their on in-house. Their content. Yeah. Uh, because everyone and their mother is coming out with streaming services. Yeah. So I think at this point, I, I think it's one of the questions that's been on my mind is this idea that Netflix was supposed to be the TV show series that people wanted Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or people expected Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be, which was a TV show that was actually incorporated in the universe. That's where all these conversations about Charlie Cox coming to the MCU and him actually making a bold statement saying, I want to be in the, like, I want them to pull me 
into the MCU to be a character. They were asking him at at a at galas and events whether or not he was in Infinity War. And he goes, I can't say anything. The honest answer is no. But that doesn't mean I don't want to be there, or that Matt Murdock doesn't serve a a a genuinely interesting role in the MCU uh, as a character, which I think is genuine, and that's never come to pass. The most we've gotten is a couple of uh, a subtle name drops and newspaper clippings right. they, from the battle in New York. That's all we've gotten. It's very similar to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., except not nearly as... Um in your face. Yeah. So like, uh, but Agents what's of Shield the irony of that? Through. Like agents, uh, the, the MCU stated, we are not going to acknowledge agents of shield and agents of shield went out of their way to acknowledge the MCU. Right. The flip side of it is Netflix came out and said, no, our characters exist in the same universe as them. Even to the extent that the MCU hasn't acknowledged them, but that directors and writers have said, have talked about, netflix content and it go nowhere yeah even less than what agents of shield is and i think a lot of it has to do with there's a lot of background stuff uh the the people who run uh the the person who's in charge of marvel tv or disney marvel tv and and uh um jeff Loeb, right yeah and and from from what i've read and uh you know uh kevin uh feige Feige, uh who does the movies do not get along yeah um, and so there's a, a point of friction there to where if if one of those characters from a show goes into a movie, who controls that? Who who has say over what happens? And so there's there's a little bit of an internal struggle there from what from what I've seen. What are the odds that. that internally they would have issues? But Sony and Marvel got no problem yeah, coming to right? an agreement with Spider. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but apparently not for Venom. Yeah. yeah the right? in-house characters are having more of an issue than someone coming externally. Yeah. In either instance, I think Netflix, that's one of the questions I had going into it is this idea of what obligation do they have? Do they have any obligation at all? The technical answer is no, but if the demand from the base is they want more interconnectivity, how how does that impact the perception of it? We're going to see it coming soon. Once Aquaman is out and once it's out in the wild, the next movie after Aquaman is another Wonder Woman film. But this is after reports that both Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are gone, which means your interconnected DC universe it's, it's is cut done, in, yeah. in, yeah, it's yeah, cut by especially 50. when they're like, oh yeah, we're also making a Joker movie that doesn't have the Joker that, that doesn't have the the Joker from Suicide Squad. It's not even related. So DC is taking the approach that interconnectivity doesn't matter. I don't know if they're saying interconnectivity doesn't matter. I think they just like they're just like, hey, here's the punches. We're just gonna roll with them. Right. They're like, if this isn't working, we're just going to we're going to try to roll through it and throw, act like it throw didn't stuff happen. at the board and see what sticks at this point. I yeah. think that's what they're doing with the new Joker movie. Um, right. Marvel hit a bullseye right off the right off the gate. Mm-hmm. And every company is just throwing darts against the board, hoping to hit the bullseye, too. And they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but everybody decided to jump on that shared universe bandwagon, the monster universe that um, it's not Sony. Is it Sony? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Universal. Universal, yeah, Universal, Universal the like Monsters. Godzilla and 
Well, they well, were no, doing no. the mummy. They were doing they were the mummy. Do Frankenstein. Uh, and they were going to do hard. Yeah, and they were going to yeah. do Jekyll and Hyde. And mummy well, failed really. It was hard. Mission Impossible mummy style, like because they had Tom Cruise in it. Well, honest mm-hmm. answer, like in the truth, they shouldn't have done the mummy first. No, they no. shouldn't. Have. If they would have had success, they should have done another movie, and then surprised everyone by saying the mummy is in this. Universe. I would have taken. Right. A, I would have taken a Jekyll and Hyde movie first. I would have done set... a Jekyll and Hyde movie first. Well, because then the problem is, how do you promote a movie like that to bring people? Well, Jekyll and Hyde, basically, the way they they started it in The Mummy is that he was head of Prodigium, right? Well, that Jekyll and Hyde was, you know? Right. Did you actually watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I hate your guts, both of you. So, uh, my brother-in-law bought it, so I refused to pay for my, it. My parents were watching it, and I was like, what's this? And they were like, The Mummy, and I was like, oh, God. And I watched it. Um, I, I watched it just to see. I wasn't going to pay for it, but I was like, if it's free, I'll give it a shot. How much did yeah. they net? I don't know. Um, but, 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 but the big thing is, I would have done a Jekyll and Hyde movie, even if you did it in the past, like not in the same era as The Mummy. To set it up. And then have him start the Prodigium, like whatever organization, and boom, bring the, do, you can do The Mummy. It should tripled its budget. Hundred twenty-five million to four hundred and nine, which is surprising that they didn't move forward. Still, but. I don't think I don't think they've scrapped the plans. They've just delayed them. Oh, fair enough. I, think I mean, it got a still- really bad rating. It's a fifteen. Tom, Tom ain't getting younger. That's a big. Well, you wouldn't know that from the stunts he does, but well, yeah. Um, I have to say, out of anything with Tom Cruise, I respect the stunt work he does. Correct, but. Yeah. Who who knows? But I mean, like everybody's jumping on that. There was a talk of uh, like merging GI Joe, Transformers, and Star Trek, and, and no the Paramount universe, and everyone was just like, "No, no, not at all. No, don't do that." Um, What's funny though is when they were doing GI Joe what, before the first one came out, a lot of my friends were like, "Take the people who take the humans from the first GI Joe movie, or from the first Transformers movie, and make them GI Joe." I can live and that. then you like the humans that the the military humans that were in the first Transformers movie. Oh, so and have them be the, and Mel and Tyrese and, and, and have them be GI Joe. And well, I could three of them died. Wow. But yeah, Josh Duhamel appeared all the way through. Um, he yeah. was in the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he made an appearance in the yeah. fifth one. Yeah. And and they said, dude, Joe, but he wasn't in the fourth one. Have those big name people, Tyrese, uh, uh, you know, uh, and have them be GI Joe. Have them start it. So you have familiar characters you know from a previous movie. They could have done that. Um, but with back to the original one. So like, everyone yeah, is, is jumping on Everybody's it. jumping on the shared universe kind of thing. And D, like you're right, DC is basically, they were like, shared universe. And just like every other company, hoped everyone would jump on the bandwagon. And then got to their Avengers and realized it wasn't working out. Right. And then, and then starting to figure out that the actors aren't keen on getting the ridiculed uh, if it doesn't go well. Like, I'm... I can't imagine, you know, the sad fleck, you know, the, the <laughs> mean, like, I mean, that, that's tough to yeah. basically like sit in an interview and be told everyone thinks your movie sucks. And that's got like 9% on Rotten Tomatoes at that point yeah. or something like that. So I get it. I wouldn't want it. Like Josh Whedon got out of, you know, Avengers after everyone just fucking bombasted him after event Avengers two. And, and that like, wasn't I, even, and that wasn't even that bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was actually, uh, having, I was fairly entertaining. I was having, people I might it. not have liked the plot, but I liked it. I a conversation with uh, someone at work and they were like, I know I watched it the other day. And I think when I first watched it, I thought it was too jam packed full of stuff. Yeah. And he goes, watch it now. I watched it now. And I realized it's not, I think it's, the, it's got the same problem that Thor two had in that era. Everybody, they, they were very much, 
better when viewed in the environment around them. And that's very hard to do the first time you watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to go back to like the Netflix universe, the, it's interesting that they created the shared universe. And I never really thought about it from your, from the Netflix side of it, that Netflix is trying to brand themselves. So I always thought of it from the Disney side, that Disney does not want a competing streamer to have property with their brand on it. And basically being like, no, they're being pressured to pull that back. But even Netflix might not want that. They, If they're positioning themselves as an original streaming content, you're going to see a lot more. They're they're busy doing someone else's work. Right. So they're, they want to create their original content because I think they see the writing on the wall that eventually that's all going to go away. Yeah. Like Disney's going to eventually pull those properties back. And it's better to let them go now and make Disney happy. What are the odds if you were a Marvel fan years ago when they were selling property rights left and right that decades later, Disney, who now owns Marvel, is gobbling, is getting every single piece of property right back that they can. And companies are uh, like desperately trying to hold on. Some companies are desperately trying to hold on. And... I mean, look at look at Sony. Well, I was going to say Sony's been doing that ever since um, Spider Man Three. No, I know that. Yeah. Well, what's what's hilarious about it is, uh, was it you that told me this? Uh, props that uh, Sony was offered everything. Yes. Uh, For Spider Man, yeah. but I, yeah. I've read that, that Sony they, was offered everything. They went the to Sony first, sink. and Sony was like, "Nah." Yeah. We'll take this character. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. And then uh, Fox threw out some money for some random. Random ones, but when Marvel was going bankrupt, that's how they kept their money afloat. They yep. just started selling is, property rights to all their characters. I think uh, Hulk is still kind of owned by Universal. In yeah, a weird the sense, Universal yeah. and Paramount, I guess. There's a yeah, it's like a weird duality thing, agreement. which is why like, like he hasn't what? had a he, like someone conjectured that's why he hasn't had a solo movie ever yeah. again is because it's really hard to get the all the studios to agree on what should happen. So yeah, so one one studio owns the movie rights, one owns the d- distribution rights. Right. Wow. And then Disney owns the property. Yep. Yeah. And now Disney re- yeah, re-owns the property. And then so again. Disney's just like, well, as long as we don't have Hulk in the title, we can do whatever we want with him. Yeah. So. They were like, we're going to make him the the main character of Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, sure. As long as his name's not in the title. Right, as long as his name's not in the title, we're good to go. Um, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. Like, uh, I'm, I'm. Kind of sad to see the era end of Netflix, mostly because I think Netflix is willing to take risks that Disney wouldn't. Yeah. Correct. yeah. Um, and it's just, it makes me a little bit sad. Like, Disney wouldn't have several of the best scenes. I think this this Kingpin season was a prime example of chances that, that Netflix could take that Disney would not. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and just, just uh, I mean, just on a, on a, a mature level, uh, as you said, props, uh, and, and violence. Uh, you know, Punisher. Disney wouldn't do Punisher. Or, I almost guarantee that. Look at look at uh, the Daredevil this season, like just the violence that happened. Well, I mean, here's the thing: like someone asked me recently if Disney owned Daredevil or if Disney did a Daredevil season, would you have gotten the prison scene? I said, not exactly. Nope. You would have gotten a scene with sixty-five cuts, and you wouldn't even be able to see what's happening. But Netflix decided to go balls to the wall and say, we want to do a 20-minute single shot uh, prison escape. And they were like, okay, yeah, let's see what we can do. 
I I still think it's still season one, season three, and then season two for the single shot yes. takes for me. Yes. Nothing really beats season, season two is one. okay, but season, it wasn't great. No, it wasn't great. Season one was that great. was the stairwell scene. Yeah. Yeah. And then this season was well. Season two also had uh um also had a Punisher in the prison. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about that one, which is pretty good. But still not still not at one or three yet. Yeah. Uh so but like you said, there's there's not only directorial and cinematic and plot, like there's just certain things that Disney as a brand will not associate with their brand. Yeah. Um, see James Gunn. See. Who's right. now writing Suicide Squad, apparently. Did you hear about the billboard? <laughs> no. Uh fans raised up $4,000 to have a billboard put up. I think it's an electronic billboard near like close to Disney or something like that. Uh, to, to asking, uh, asking them to hire, rehire James Gunn. It's not going to work. It's too late now. It's too late. He's already signed with a, with a rival. That's done deal. Right. Let so, him go. So, but now we'll this begs the question, like the, the James Gunn situation is not the hand I'm interested in. It's the Bautista situation, right? That I'm yeah. interested because uh, notice notice what happened. What got delayed indefinitely? Yeah, Guardians Thir- Three is yeah, now yeah. delayed indefinitely. And there were rumors that they were going to use his script, then they weren't going to use his script, then they are again, and it's just really up in the air. Well, the pro- like the the biggest problem is how how much Disney's wanting is willing to risk those headlines that they don't want to see connected with their names. Yep. Like, and how and much of uh, the, here's the thing if they say yes we're using James Gunn's script the th- the thing I will put out there is how much of James Gunn's script is left yep for that right. to be the technical answer and I, I think it's I don't I don't think it's much of anything uh, well that's again if they don't have enough of it I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to see Bautista try to walk I think so and I don't I don't think the Guardians property could survive that no I don't I think agree. so either I agree. He was such a breakout of the first one. And it's not, I don't think it's that he knows it. I think it's just that that team is, is integral to having every member in it. Yep. And here's the like, other thing. I, I think Bautista's not dumb. He was a breakout star in um, Blade Runner 2047. Yep. He's a breakout star. In, uh, I just saw him on a late show for another film he's doing. He's getting his ducks in a row so that he can work in an industry where Disney will not hire him for anything. Yeah. He's getting his ducks in a row so that he has the backup option to continue to work in the film industry. Yep. So I like if the signs are pointing to that, he's staying. That doesn't make sense given his actions. Yeah. And given what we've seen in the success he's had outside of those films. He's getting himself situated. Wouldn't it be horrible? Wouldn't it be horrible if they recast another wrestler in his as Drax? Like, and now as Drax, the, the Rock. Undertaker. Like I said, if you, if you want to see, <laughs> if you want to single handedly see a Marvel movie get criticized, that's, that's the action yeah. you take. Yep. Recast that role and watch that community and rip it does, you to shreds. And it does not matter who you cast. In that That'll role. be the first film that gets. It's it's it gets not re- a Don Cheadle. It gets review bombed. Yeah, exactly. It gets, it's not exactly. A Terrence Howard. Yeah, it is not a Terrence Howard situation. It is not a Terrence Howard. And I mean, like I, if it, okay, there's one way maybe, and that's if the new actor owns it so much, so much that we forget that. Similar to Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, but I don't believe that. But in both of those scenarios, the actor was the problem. 
yeah, but Terrence it was not Howard, an external yeah, situation. But that's where I'm saying, like, it, the new actor would have to really own it, really, really own it. Like they're they're physically, they have very big shoes to fill. Yeah, and I, the, I just don't think that's going to happen. The thing, I, like I said, I don't believe that franchise can survive a recasting. Yeah. The thing I've always said is, it's one thing to get geeks mad at you. It's another thing. It's another thing to get conservatives mad at you. It's a really shitty situation when you get liberals mad at you. When liberals get pissed <laughs> off at you, they they review bomb your movie. They hack your movie. They do all just terrible shit to your movie. Man, liberals suck. <laughs> to an extent, they do. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So ultimately, we're going to talk about Netflix. Um, what and, and what it means like the shows where they're at where we think they yeah. might go what the cancellations might mean yeah yeah, yeah. we're a, gonna kind of readdress where we are there's yes. a lot going on there uh and we talked about talking uh we talked about talking about um man meta and uh the spider-man video game yes again, and just, um, video game and, and, and really like go, going into the spider-man video game like what it means uh to have a good narrative in, in a video game when you're translating uh, a property that is not only visual but but does hinge um, on plot, you know. What was the one with Spider-Man Noir? Was that Spider-Verse? No, that was sh- well, technically yes, it was yeah. it was Shattered Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions. Oh, Shattered that Dimensions. Game, yeah, but it was yeah, yeah. kind of pretty much the like the the conceptually the precursor to sh- to Spider-Verse. Like the idea of that like oh, yes a whole bunch no. of Spider-Man so, kind of so, coming together. Um so yeah, so Mysterio goes into the museum to try to steal the tablet of time. And he breaks it. And by breaking it, he creates a connection between four unique Spider-Men. Right. But uh, I, and four different universes. At least but to yes, me, it's the that's... precursor to figure out whether or not the Spider-Man community would be interested in this kind of story. So I, Apparently I, they are. I find that kind of interesting. They ate that shit up, man. That that was probably the last Spider-Man game I remember anybody talking about before, yes, yes. before the newest one. To so, this extent, yeah, right. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I should also be getting the art book for Spider-Man tomorrow, so I'm really looking forward to Dope. flipping through that. And I can uh, hopefully, I, since I haven't played the game, I can at least speak to some of the design choices that they chose That'll throughout work the game. Out well. um, so I'm excited for that. That led into what we what we originally talked about, like you know, Witcher. Yeah, we'll get into um, like Castlevania. Uh, Castlevania. I, I, if you if you guys haven't watched season two, please try to cross uh, yeah, I've, I've cross read. media uh, entertainment. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I've watched uh, um, how many episodes is it? Ten. I, I've watched that's maybe, longer than the first season. Yeah, it's either sure. six or ten. And they just renewed it's... it for a third. Uh, that that went out uh, the other day. I've watched about five, and I have to say, I'm really liking it. There's a lot of intrigue. It's a little bit of a slow burn. That first season was a was molasses. Uh, this one's better. This ever. one's noticeably better than the last season. It's still a little bit of a slow burn. Um, there is action in it though, and they're just there's some eight, really eight, eight episodes. Eight. It was halfway in between. There are <laughs> some really satisfying moments in in the slow burn. Yeah, uh, like um, the Godbrand one. Yeah. So there's <laughs> there's the, the voice casting. I can't remember the name oh. of that guy, but the cra- the guy who always plays crazy Russian people. He plays Godbrand. He also this. played Satan in, Const- in the yeah. Constant Humor. Yeah, that guy. He always plays crazy Russian dudes. He plays Godbrand. And God he plays Godbrand. So, like, the voice casting in this season has just been great. Yeah. Um, the I'm not going to lie. I, th- I think the boss fight ended a little bit lackluster for me. Um, uh, yeah, you and I talked about that. Uh, and bit, when, yeah. you, when you get to that, you'll, I, I don't want to – I, I kind of spoiled it for Jeff. I can kind of spoil it for you later uh, if you want. Um, 
but it was very abrupt, very anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, it was emotionally poignant, uh, to a degree, but it felt, uh, for a seven episode buildup to a boss fight felt very like, okay. Um, but it's one of those ones, the way they set up the character, it's, it's very, um, matrix three for me. There's really no other way it could have ended. Yeah. Uh, like it wouldn't make any sense for others to win without something like that happening. So vagaries, I don't want to spoil anything depending on, you know, it's just come out and who's listening. listening. And then, uh, when we do the episode, we'll go spoiler heavy. Um, but I enjoyed it and the, it's noticeably better than the first season. Yeah. And the first season I thought was great. Right. I thought I liked the first season. I was really excited Um, for a second season to go on. The what I'm interested in to think about is like how well those things, how well that's translating. Like, is there a is there a time? I'm trying to think of like other like other things that translated from games, Earthworm Jim, Sonic, like old cartoons. And it was pretty much the realm of cartoons that video games kind of trans translated back and forth. And to a large part, it's always been media into video games, not very very much video games in a media, which is why when I started thinking about Spider-Man, that made me think of that Spider-Man game. Yeah. yeah Shattered yeah. Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions, which kind of, which to me felt like the precursor to Spider-Verse, which is what we're seeing in the comic books where they figured out people really like the idea of multiple Spider-Men working together. And yeah, oh my of, God. In the, in the uh, first Spider-Verse comics, one of the best scenes is when the crazy, uh, manga, uh, not manga, but uh, it was the it was the Japanese Spider-Man with right. the Zord. He has his own like mech, and he's like, "I am an emissary of hell," and it's just like crazy, That's and it's funny. super I, awesome. I really wish they'd done Turkish Spider-Man because he's a mob boss. It's hilarious, <laughs> but um, it is it is it, literally it is fa- it was fantastic. But that that kind of idea of how well are the history of video games transitioning from. Uh, video games to media and how well and how much that has changed like besides Witcher think of a live action well there was that Street Fighter miniseries <laughs> that, oh the miniseries yeah the miniseries yeah. Um, which had some good moments the in the web then there was the web series that got even better most the sad part is a lot of stuff I think that's really good is like the fan service stuff yeah yeah but well, really I, go I into it. it really makes you think though um how as a medium video games have evolved story-wise narrative-wise to where when they sometimes do try and translate them into another medium it is not successful so we'll see how the witcher turns out yeah but we know the stories of, of the witcher they have you know the games books and games, books and, games well, see, and they're well that's, written that's where witcher i'm not sure about yeah, because witcher was originally a book yep which got translated into graphic novels and then eventually a video, video game, game and then the video game blew, blew up. up yes and then now we're seeing that i'm curious to know if the, the tv show is more based off the books so uh so it is. They, they are going to be prequels to the video games the characters are going to be about 10 to 15 years younger um, for Geralt, that's irrelevant. Yeah, because okay. he's he doesn't really age that. So much. And the, you lost the sorc- me a prequel for the so sorcerer. I'm out. Not going to be. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm tapping out. Sorry, you lost me a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it actually it's it's the books. It starts with the books. Okay. So yeah. technically, so I guess, technically I guess it's, it de- not, it, it's not. It's not. It depends prequel. on your starting point. Yeah, if you started with gamers, it is a prequel. For books, Books, it's it's concurrent. It's concurrent. Yeah. Okay, I haven't really read the books, so yeah. 
it's to an it's to an insane extent. Like some of the world building in that is extensive. Not yeah. Tolkien extensive. But I've heard great things. So. It's pretty up there. But you also have to deal with like sex scenes and racism, constant racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and both ma- and mainly towards dwarves and, and elves. Yes, towards anyone that is not. It is a human. very pale game. It's xenophobic. It's also it. a very pale game. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Super white. Uh, but so we got games. We got <laughs> uh, uh, we got Netflix. Got, was there anything else? Was that uh, it? Yeah, I I, uh, I so this was my thing. So uh, recently they've revived the What If comic books, and we've had some really good issues come out uh, that I've seen. Uh, one was like. Uh, what if Thor was raised by frost giants, uh, which uh, if you haven't read it, check it out. Uh, it's a really interesting take on Loki and on Thor. Uh, they also had what if uh, Ileana Rasputin, that's Colossus's younger sister, uh, was trained to become Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. uh, where she doesn't actually become Sorcerer Supreme in the comic, but it's nice interaction between Doctor Strange and his feelings about being Sorcerer Supreme and, uh, and Ileana and her time uh, in Limbo uh, under the care, or uh, I say care sarcastically, of Belasco. Uh, and so it, it shows some really good interactions. Of At some points, uh, Strange actually states, I don't want to do this forever. I want someone who can take over for me. Uh, yes, I'm going to protect the realms, but at some point I can't do it and I want to stop. I want someone I've out. never, I've never, uh, what? I'm out. Yeah. Smoke He's bomb. like, I've never met someone who innately has as much, sorcerer like uh potential as you do you're obviously aimed toward the negative side of things because of your your background where you've been for the past however long you've been in 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 limbo yeah but you're so much more than that and there are beginnings when he first starts talking to her and she's like no you're just like velasco i'm just gonna leave and he's like okay if that's what you want to do and she's like what and so it's some nice interaction between and there's some great conversations between her steven and wong um, but it got me thinking if you have a favorite character, um, what is a fundamental thing that you could change about that character and how do you, how, and then I would like to see how, like have us talk through it in our heads, how we feel that would change the character moving forward and everything around them. Oh. Now, <laughs> Brian has his main one. Uh, <laughs> and it's the one I'll keep going back to. I would kill every main character in comic books as of today, and then I would have them stay dead. Here on the show right now, on our planning meeting, I'm going to task you. Like I said, I'm thinking about it. I am. I'm trying. And you'll have time. You'll have time but to try it's... and think of one character without killing them, change something about their origin, background, something that's fundamental to them. And then we can talk about how we think it would would play out, knowing what we know about them yeah, and what's been written. That's tough for me. It's like I said, I don't. There's not many things I would rewrite so much as I would just wish hadn't been written. And we we can do that. And yeah, like, I know you'd mentioned like Brand New Day, and we could do that. Just we already know about Brand New Day. Well, I mean, but like a, a lot of them just come down to like Wolverine got his adamantium back. No. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to have, I don't need to have metal claws. I get that it was a visual thing. And then you needed the character to go back to the way they were before, but little things like that. I don't need, mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man got those like metal or, uh, wristy, wo- the wristy barbs spike, spike things, things. And I was like, no, <laughs> so, I don't. So they undid it. <laughs> I don't. Right. So people didn't like it. So they undid it. If you're just, if you're going to, for like I said, I, I would just, 
if you're not going to have it be permanent, just don't write it. Yeah. Okay. Um, or keep it permanent. So like, that's that's my problem is the lack of the lack Permanence. of development. Yeah. So like I can I can come up with oodles of like alternative theories to what should have happened, but I like which is funny because I have a lot easier to do that in the movies than I do in the physical printed comic books. Yeah, but that's yeah. just because the physical printed comic books have so much mm-hmm. material. I mean, like Wolverine's been well, around longer than wh- I've been. Why don't alive. you Why don't you do that? Why don't you do a movie? Well, I've already done a movie. Like I've done that ad nauseum. So I mean, I'll do it. I mean, if that's if that's easier way to go, um, but in the but the comic books, like I said, like Wolverine's it's been so around much, longer so than I have. History. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are we looking at? Um, a kid crying about having to kill his parents because he wants to be Batman. <laughs> um, it's called it's called commitment. <laughs> Put up or shut up. <laughs> um, so I guess you know I, like I'll think about it and I'll see if there's something that I can come up with specifically like I got for, mine that's all that matters uh, yeah yeah I have to, I still have to think of mine I didn't I didn't pose this question with anything in mind I just uh, just from reading good question though and, and, uh, and it comes off of not only the what ifs but the infinity warps uh, so you know where you have like Tony Stark and amalgams and all that yeah See, I, I like amalgams. I like squished characters together. Or I got a you lot could of those, do that. But, like, but I mean, I, I don't. I don't think that that, that really addresses what, what you're trying yeah, to go yeah, for. Yeah. Like, you're trying to figure out what you would, what you. An amalgam would just wanna... takes two things, throws mm-hmm. them together, and sees what fits. Right. I think what if says no. Let's remove the requirement of a second character. Mm-hmm. Let's take one character and fundamentally change them, mm-hmm. and see how it impacts not only themselves but also the universe as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if like a really good example, uh, if Batman's parents were broke, would they have been killed in Crime Alley? Like if they didn't look like they had money. Yeah. If if they were broke and they just run a community center. So they still had a positive impact on the community just without the money. Do they even get held up in Crime Alley at mm-hmm. that point? Does someone else become Does Batman? So, yeah. Is know? there always a Batman? Is there know? always it, it's it, and, and that, that I think that, is that, an important and that, and that because the que- begets the question do villains even show up? Yeah. I think that's actually a really good point is how situational are the circumstances that create heroes versus what you, to then create the ripple effect that would in theory create villains. Yeah, the one you came up with, I, I really think would have yeah. like, a big change. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's what I wanted. It's a good question. So. Um, oh, that brings me up. Uh, one of the things I, I I thought about when I was watching Daredevil, I find it I find it so interesting. Daredevil season three, I find it so interesting that Batman's villains are physical manifestations of psychoses, uh, split personality disorder, uh, phobias, um, obsessive compulsive. Um, uh, narcissistic nar- narcissism and then like uh, anarchists yeah. like that kind of thing they're physical manifestations of psychoses mm-hmm. and yet every adaptation of them to media besides to my opinion Dark Knight has fallen flat on that aspect of their character yeah um, whereas Daredevil has created such and so to some extent the Netflix universe has created very psychological villains that resonate much better like the kingpin like the kingpin or bullseye (laughs) like as you're watching the season with bullseye like bullseye like 
Yeah. Or he, like he is he is driven by his neuroses. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so much better conveyed than anything I've seen. I mean, think about all these characters we've seen. Bushmaster. Uh, um, uh, Purple, Purple Man. Man. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Uh, Cottonmouth. Black Mariah. But that's what I mean. Like, they're all right. driven. Like, she was driven by childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, Bushmaster was driven by family lineage. You know? Right. Yeah. But there, there's these deep psychological explanations for what they're doing. And it is inherent in their character. And it's just so... Into, and it shows me, in their action. Yeah. Right. And it's just so much better told than anything I've seen a I've Batman movie do. Season two. Mr. Is Freeze. The best, is the, in my opinion, the best adaptation of Punisher as a villain. Mm-hmm. Not as a hero. As a villain, As yeah. a villain, because and it, I like it lends that credence s- to his actions. I really like that that's how they started him, too. Yeah. You know? We start him as a sub-villain, and then we will turn it later. That that I didn't like the the abrupt turn at the end. We just no, next the person at the end. Of, I I thought it was a very good slow burn, and then they just kind of said, "Now he's a hero." Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I didn't like that. But besides that, I, I loved I loved those scenes. But I, it was just one of the things I was thinking about along the line. And we'll go into it probably more in the episode. But like the dichotomy between Daredevil and Bullseye, and then I started thinking about Bullseye psychoses, Kingpin psychoses, and all these all these deep psychological problems that drive those characters. Yeah. And then, then I realized they're doing what Batman villains are supposed to. Yes. Uh, everybody is out Batmaning Batman. Oh my God. I, to, to, to play off of that. I mean, even the most recent comics with Batman in it, there's this whole, there's this whole thing with um, two face right now where um, Batman's trying to figure out why two face is doing certain things. And he's like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, it doesn't. It's not his normal pattern, and you find out that it's not Two Face that's doing these things. It's Harvey Dent, oh. and Two Face is trying to cover up what Harvey Dent is doing to to make it look like it's him, because Har- Two Face is the bad guy. Harvey Dent's the good guy. You can't. The moment that, the good guy starts starts being bad, he loses wh- his identity. Two Face loses who he is. And there's this struggle. So now Two-Face is actually playing somewhat the good guy to clean up the mess. And it's really interesting. He, he literally says at one point, I can't let anyone know. I, he's talking to Jim Gordon and he's talking to uh, Batman. Two-Faces? Yeah, he's like, I can't. No one can know what Harvey did here today or tonight. Because if he's the bad guy, what am I? Mm. You know, basically is, is what he says. And uh, so uh, so he's like, let's do this. And it just the the next like cover for it was like next time on Batman is it's literally Batman driving the Batmobile and Two-Face just there with two guns, you know, oh. uh, he like did his best to cover it up to make it look like it was a Two-Face based crime. But he's like, Batman's like, well, greatest detective. No, these things are off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's. I just find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, one of the things that really I like about the Netflix universe is that they've gotten the dark psychological villain aspect. Well, I think what's funny about this is that season three, and I want to get into this when we actually get into the show, uh, season three established three characters who all lost a father figure in three different ways mm-hmm. that all reacted to it differently. Mm-hmm. 
And to your point, something you said to me is how how interesting would it have been how close each one of them are to one another? Yeah. And how different their lives would have been. Kingpin murdered his father. Bullseye never knew his father. Daredevil lost his father. Three completely different scenarios, and yet the circumstances brought the three of them together into one season, and how different their lives would have been. Right, like I said, I still see Bullseye as the the mirror to what Daredevil could have been if he hadn't been taken in by nuns and a priest. Yeah. Like, if he didn't have that aspect of faith to get him through his father uh, dying, mm-hmm. and yeah. what he assumed, the loss of his mother. Yeah. as well structure right which is what the psychologist was telling him the whole time right which was what the psychologist gave bullseye so he was found he did wasn't given the same ways of coping couldn't you argue that kingpin had the most structure of the three of them begin his mother was still alive and she yeah. well she remarried um, multiple times he went off to school um created a business and then ultimately just became shitty well he kind of buried himself in that structure you know yeah. like so i guess that's that i guess is the question i think if you the look structure at season for three is, the structure for him was a mask is how 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 Im- not important but how pivotal is structure to the hero or villain psyche you have a character who had some structure but also at the same time he had two different structures daredevil did he had the structure in the church, and he had the structure with stick. Yep. Right. Both of which exercised two separate demons in his life. Mm-hmm. You had Kingpin, who buried himself in... Money. Money, the one structure he knew. Yep. And then you had... Money and power. Yep, yep. money and power. And then you had Bullseye, who was told he needed structure, had it, and then lost it. Yep. And even when he had it, he wasn't really that healthy to begin with. So how impactful was structure to Bullseye's character in the first place? Like, I can't, uh, yeah, it kind of barely restrained him. Yeah. He was barely. already under investigation for mm-hmm. shooting people maliciously. <laughs> but yeah, it's, there are a bunch of questions that I think I think it, from I this. think it also partially enabled him. Yes. With that particular structure that he was in. So I think, I think there are a lot of questions that stem from that Netflix universe that I'm excited to kind of refine and then and then tackle it when the show yeah, comes along yeah it's gonna be good stuff i like that plan i think we got some good stuff here i think we do uh november is gonna be a lot of fun you'll have our venom review and then you'll have our netflix re-recap uh, <laughs> hopefully re-recap. hopefully nothing else hopefully changes. nothing changes <laughs> unless daredevil gets canceled or they announce new shows or they announce, i doubt which isn't gonna happen jessica jones might well not Beyond the chopping it. block, because yeah, so. they announced Luke Cage season three and then canceled it, right? No, so they so they, Luke Cage they put out the season and then they canceled the season. Iron Fist they put, put out, out the season, season and then canceled, canceled the season. The season. Daredevil, uh, Daredevil they put out season three and no one had said anything. Yeah, and someone but said, they announced season well, three Jessica Jones didn't they? Season three has already been announced, mm-hmm. but, but for, it has production hasn't started yet, yeah, so it can very easily. Punisher of, is the only thing that will survive this wave because it's already done filming. And uh, from what I've seen, uh, uh, some people on Twitter have asked, hey, is this canceled? Is Daredevil canceled now? And Vincent, not that this means anything, but Vincent D'Onofrio responded with a no. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the end all be all when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. His is, no could he, be someone he, else's he is, yes tomorrow. Yeah, he yeah. is the kingpin. He, he is, is the, the kingpin. kingpin. But I mean, it's the question. It's like, hey, <laughs> they said, they I said, said hey, this, Vincent D'Onofrio, is the show canceled? And he goes, 
when I was a boy. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I was a boy. Um, uh, let me uh, tell you a little story. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> uh, in terms of the Daredevil uh, thing and whether or not it's canceled, they ended it in a way that could be accepted as the right. end. As an ending. I, I so think I, I think they they again they're they're setting their ducks in a row just in case. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I one of the things that got me was like I felt like Netflix would try harder if this was helping with viewership numbers. And as my understanding, Netflix numbers have plateaued. So, we'll so I see. think well, Netflix numbers aren't released. Netflix doesn't release streaming numbers. They're basing it. Well, I meant their subscribers, not they do release their subscriber numbers because they have to. So they release their subscriber numbers, whether or not those are increasing or decreasing. But I don't think there's been a noticeable increase to those. Yeah. The thing that they are basing it off of in terms of media outlets is they're basing it off of social media traction. How many times a show hashtag is tweeted, retweeted, uh, posted, whatever the case may be. And they're seeing a decline. Daredevil was the one that was able to keep keep afloat. I think they said it went from season one, went from 300,000 tweets. Season three was at 75,000. Uh, but like iron fist was less than 15,000, like in terms of social media tweets, like it was bad. Um, yeah, I but I think that's what the public is basing it off of. Yeah. Um, in terms of what Netflix is basing it off of, they don't release those numbers. So, uh, either way, I'm excited. November is going to be good. Uh, remember new episodes up every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, any third-party podcast distribution application. Uh, and then you can email the show, sanctuary1radio at gmail.com. So, uh, Hit us up on Twitter, yeah, uh, Instagram, or uh, or email. Or email, uh, at sanctuary1radio. Also, smash Do that it. like button. Yes. <laughs> smash it. Uh, you can also leave a review on iTunes. Do us a favor. Like, hit us up. We yeah. uh, are ready to kind of answer questions and stuff like that. So, like, like that's something... I'm really excited about it. So start taking people's questions and like yeah. really start to dive into those and give those some test um, test our knowledge. Yeah, or uh, just ask us questions. We can answer some questions from Ebony Nall's pulpit. Yeah, we could do that too. Right. From what too. Ebony, Ebony Nall's pulpit. pulpit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Keeping it thematic, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tying it back. We'll in. be in the thematic mood when the new episodes come out. So uh, thematic. Maybe we'll, maybe. See. we'll see. No, we'll be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like no, we'll no, be thematic. We will be, be thematic. We'll, be, uh, we'll we, do it. We did pass our our year in review, so that was nice. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> we we thankfully we, uh, the three of us uh, and none you, of us you disappeared. Will see, you will see the Sanctuary One Radio Navigation Crew in in Avengers or whatever they say at the end of the Avengers, <laughs> right? <laughs> no question mark you will see us yeah I mean everyone else disappeared that was on the show but <laughs> we're okay we're okay they come and go could you imagine if uh, you know you know what my goal is in my lifetime <laughs> like just by the end of my life what I want is for the Sanctuary One trio to be uh, uh, comic book characters that would in be a awesome. comic book that'd be awesome that's what I want even ones that get like they're in a dead they're just comic in one they panel over, they get run over by a bus we're I don't just care. in one panel uh, Thanos is walking by with Mora in a Thanos comic and there we are navigating talking about whatever the hell we're talking about and that's it <laughs> because I will take that I will frame it and that'll be the rest of my life it's, it's literally <laughs> us being like welcome to Sanctuary One and he goes I don't know what they're doing I don't know it's, it's, they just work. drive the damn ship <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yeah yeah sorry 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 
Iron Man got there with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man got there in a broken oh, down ship, ship with a <laughs> box of scraps. <laughs> um, that that is that's it for us. Uh, so we'll see you guys uh, throughout the month. Remember, every Tuesday, 10 a.m., iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and all third-party podcast apps. Uh, we, we will see you guys then. Doodle. Uh, see ya. Have a good one. See ya.